0: and we're back episode 19 fellas uh getting closer to the 25 mark what do they call that quarter century in terms or just of just a quarter
1: if you're talking centers.
0: yeah i guess so depends um, on what you are talking yeah but otp episode 19 episode marcus nasland okay uh, it's a special one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Today's just i just – I don't feel the energy right now inside of me. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm trying to get it brewing.
1: We need so, to go back to the Snapchat video.
0: Chat. Yeah, we need to get back on that snap call. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I won't take too much time, and I'll introduce my co-host, Mr. Mellis and Mr. White. How are we doing today, fellas?
2: Pretty good, Tony. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, not too bad. It's Friday. I've had a couple. I've had a few drinks before we get on here.
2: It's Friday, yeah. It's Friday,
1: uh, it's Friday
0: yeah.
1: What? Yeah. Friday.
0: Yeah, man. It's always good. Friday drinks always taste a little bit different. You know what I'm saying?
2: They always taste I'm a little good. better. They're just a yeah. little yeah. bit colder,
0: you, you know.
1: Saturday.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, just, uh, okay. just, just, just okay. to share what I'm drinking with you guys today. Uh, today. Oh, you can hear that ice. Ooh. Ooh. Um. That's a cowbell. If you all haven't tried this before, I suggest you get on ASAP. Right here, I got a glass that I filled about thirty-five to forty percent full of pink Whitney, and the rest blackberry flavored bubbly soda water. Okay, phenomenal. It almost tastes like a blueberry lemonade. Very, very good. I would highly recommend. Um, All right. Well, yes, we're back, fellas. Episode nineteen. Uh, It's been an interesting week in terms of hockey. Um, personally, I probably neglected to watch as much as I should have, but we're still going to talk about it. I'm so going to agree with
1: you on that. I don't think I watched much hockey this week.
2: Hey, and if that pisses you off, then go fuck yourself. I um, don't, can't say that I watched any hockey this week, so... <laughs>
1: Wow, okay. So we'll make it's, this quick. Uh, we'll make this quick today. Quite the it's week. Not a yeah. hockey podcast guys, don't worry. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. We're
0: not solely hockey. Uh first topic of business, I want to talk about this motherfucking Frederick kid in Boston. Who is who the insert Connor McGregor
1: gif? Who the fuck is this guy? Came out of nowhere. But I believe he's a first round pick. Oh Jesus.
0: Okay, Scotty, you on the you on the background history here for us?
1: I well I had him in my notes as the, I was going to talk about the fucking slash he took from Ovi on the, Ovi took the 5k fine on, which was more than just a cup check. As you called it earlier, it was, it was, it was a good old slash. Yeah. Yeah. That was,
0: that was, that was two centimeters away from full insertion into something.
1: (laughs) Into something. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I believe he was a first round pick. I'm just trying to find it here. Okay. You do that.
0: Um, But, yeah, if you didn't know, uh, Frederick, I think he's a rookie. I think he's a rookie. Yeah,
1: he is a rookie.
0: First year with Boston. Uh, He's been known to mix it up a little bit. He's trying to play that uh, Tommy Wilson, Brandon Gallagher type of style of play. And uh, it's effective because his name's getting out there. I have definitely noticed him. He is
1: bigger than Gallagher, though. Sorry? He is a lot bigger than Gallagher.
0: He is. Um, You've seen him fight this year. I haven't seen him score, but maybe he has. Uh, but what was interesting was again against, against uh, Ovechkin in the Capitals, this man, out of nowhere. Okay, first of all, in any situation, if you – okay, let's, let's make this more realistic for you two. You guys have someone at work who is highly respected, has put in his years of work, and has come out successful. Would you show him any sass or any disrespect when you meet this person?
2: He, he or she? Definitely not off the bat. I yeah. mean...
1: See, I feel like that's a lot different to compare it to our workplace versus on the ice. Yeah. It kind of is, right? You yeah, know what? As I was saying it... You do show... on Okay, on the ice, though, you still show a bit of respect, but you're not going to, yeah. like, let him walk over you on the ice.
0: Okay, well, yeah. It, yeah. it was just funny, because this guy went up to Ovi, and he challenged him to fight. There's something went on between them. This guy sheds his mitts instantly, and Ovi just gives him... The
1: way Ovi kind of, like, pushed his head down, it looked like he was yeah. getting ready.
0: Yeah, but it OV just gave him that look of like, "What the fuck are you doing, you peasant?" Like, who are you? <laughs>
1: like,
0: it was oh, hilarious. Again, it was hilarious. Um, and then they tried to go at it again, and OV gave him a a solid cut check, as I call it.
1: It was solid. I don't know. Yeah, it was, was solid. What you got
0: fined for? But man, I was I was like, "Who the fuck is this kid?" This is like the third time I've seen him, and he fought Tommy Wilson today against so that's the guys. fought
1: him, right? Yeah.
0: And he got his face pumped in again today, but they're winning five nothing, so he doesn't give a fuck.
1: Five one final.
0: Yeah, like I don't know, man. If you if you if if you're gonna make money being a piece of shit on the ice, then do it.
1: That's all I gotta say. So he is a first round pick, twenty sixteen ninth overall. And just choked a little bit. He's played fifteen games in twenty eighteen with the Bruins. No points. Fifteen pims. Yeah uh hl stats in 18 14 goals 25 points 67 pims hl last year 59 games 32 points
0: 148 pims oh geez okay
1: and this year 20 games with the bruins two goals three points 26 pims
0: okay all so right so
1: he's definitely not afraid to mix it up
0: yeah he, he he'll get in there he'll get in it's there
1: have 73 pims in the, in the u.s national team okay in 61 games. So
0: that'll, that'll get the job done.
1: High end prospect, but also a shithead is what I gathered.
0: I hated players like that personally growing up. I just, but if,
1: they're on, if they're on your team.
0: It's oh no. Yeah. You definitely want, I've, I had teammates like that before and it was great because they would just do the cringiest things on the ice, but you don't care. Cause well, getting under the skin of the other the team.
1: Guy that comes to the net and gives an extra little slash at the end of the play too. That's that guy.
0: All right. So, I mean, no, he's he's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. Should we move on?
1: Yeah, I'm past that. that was
0: All right, boys. Um, what I wanted to talk about was a recent incident, Colorado versus San Jose. Uh, Nathan McKinnon. Heard of him. He's pretty good at hockey. He's right. uh, skating through the neutral zone. He gets clipped right in the side of the head from San Jose's player. I can't remember the name of the player, and I will find out shortly here. Oh, it's... um. What's his name? Blickfield? Okay, Okay. so what happened was McKinnon had his head down, yes. But this guy came from a blind spot on him and leaned into him. And to me, okay, first of all, let's just talk about the penalty itself. The the hit on McKinnon, was he was given a match penalty for that. And if you don't know what a match penalty is, a match penalty is, is defined as an attempt to injure a player. And it's uh, game misconduct. Yeah. Right. Um, which is it's a pretty serious penalty. It's kind of like the worst one you could take in hockey because I cause,
1: think match. It. Uh, I don't know about NHL. I'm thinking minor. Like when we played like minor hockey.
0: I, I just think by the oh, way it's described.
1: Gross.
0: gross misconduct.
1: Like there was like a ten. Like you get a gross misconduct and then yeah. there was like that's
0: match that, that's different than ma- that's that's different. Than I
1: don't match. know which one's worse though, but I think NHL. I think match.
0: I'd say better. match penalty. I'd say match penalty is worse. Because it's defined as a, a clear attempt to injure. Okay. Well, anyway, so he clipped McKinnon, gets some pretty nasty in the head, and it wasn't like a high velocity hit, but it, the primary target was definitely the head, and he hit him in a really sensitive area. Um, I don't know. To me, I think this is a case of you don't want to see a guy like McKinnon go down in the NHL. Right? I 100% agree, and but-
1: I've also I've also said McKinnon to me is up there with McDavid. Like I always, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Right. have had this conversation before. And yeah. I, but I, McKinnon.
0: I did look at the hit and I would say at full speed from the referee's angle, I agree with the call at full speed. I agree with the call.
1: But that's the thing that changed that rule this year. Cause you can review it. If you call a, mat, like, a misconduct.
0: Yeah. If you, if you reviewed it though, and I looked at the, the slow-mo replay, the first point of contact is the head. No, Dude, I say so, yeah.
1: Me, I searched it up after you told me because I, I heard about it but I didn't have to see it, and then I watched it.
0: I'm watching st- it right now. I'm watching it right now.
1: Shoulder first.
0: Or, no, he hits him in the head.
1: No, it's shoulder. Shoulder's first point of contact. Did he get suspended? No, because the match penalty,
0: if given with before the third period, the match penalty can be deemed enough of a punishment. Actually, okay, no. So- you're right, though. You're right, though. He would get suspended further if it was that much more serious. If
1: it was that bad, it would be at least another game.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: clearly. I'm saying from my point of view. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. 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 I, no. I see what you think. Taking Taking my account that I am a McKinnon fan. Yeah. It definitely looked like first point of contact was shoulder, and then it just like followed. It like. You hit it's it, and it kind
0: of, the only problem it. I have is the guy stuck his elbow out to to finish contact because. He was a little bit away from McKinnon, and in order to make full contact, he had to stick out a little bit of his elbow and shoulder, which happens often. People don't see it, but because this time it hit him in the head, it was a little bit worse.
1: Yeah, I mean, at full speed, yeah, I know what you're saying you you go, you anticipate making contact, and you kind of miss. You you just yeah, you you reach out.
0: Yeah, you reach out to make some sort of contact. It's like when you right? get
1: a knee penalty, those guys like someone cuts out into the middle of the ice. The guy just instinctively sticks his leg. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, well, to- no, I no, I think. I think ultimately it ended up it ended up well, but I was just watching it. And I was like, uh, "That's kind of nasty," because it, it doesn't take it doesn't take that big monstrous hit to create a concussion. It can be a, something as light as that. Um, so it was a little scary to see. I don't know what McKinnon's status is right now. Do you guys know?
1: No, it's just day to day. I
0: think. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully he's back. I mean, that would kind of suck if they yeah. lost him for a little bit of time.
1: I mean, I'm happy. Like, not happy, but I'm like, if you got the game misconduct, whatever. And no further suspension. That's that's fine on me. Yeah. Um and but yeah, hopefully McKinnon doesn't miss miss much time because they're already fucking missing the car too, who's been out for yeah. week.
0: Yeah, he's on my fantasy team and that kind of sucks. Okay.
1: Uh boys, I wanted to talk about
0: um the Canadians again. We talked about them last week. Canadian. Did any of you happen to see the interview that uh Monsieur Bergavin had the
1: other day? Berger Van?
0: Yeah. No. Berger Van. Okay. So it's out it's out there. It's, it, it was just an interview after after the whole process of firing the coaches and the goalie coach. Anyway, so they, they questioned him about um, some of his players not showing accountability, especially Carey Price. And he obviously defended them. And he said um, most of his decisions or pretty much all of the decisions that he's made so far come from a gut feeling. A change needed to be made. And that's kind of what he used as his explanation as to why he did it. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with the moves that he's made where he fired the coaching staff and he fired the goal goalie coach.
1: Well, that's the easy things too. Like you can't, yeah,
0: exactly. But those are also moves that you can make as a GM to kind of save your job. So my question is, is Bergevin just saving his job at this point or doing right. everything he can or right. Or is he legitimately not concerned about that and worried about the team's focus uh, on winning?
1: I don't think you can say he's not worried about that. Yeah. All the they'll always say like, "I'm not worried about that. Like, I'm just focused on help like making the team helping the team win." But obviously, like, you don't want to lose your job and have that. Like, you want to finish your contract out and fucking win the cup. But I think he's just trying to save his job. And obviously, you want to keep your job as long as you can. And fucking, you want to, You also want to. You see this? GMs will get fired, I and mean, then three years down the road, it's like, oh, this guy did the previous GM did this, this, and this, and all of a sudden, it kind of comes together.
0: Yeah. So well, just,
1: to, he wants to be there and see it come together.
0: Yeah. To me, it seems like he's done but a lot of good things. Very
1: surprising firing, like. Mm-hmm.
0: What's
1: I that? That like getting Claude Julian fired, and what's his name? Uh, you didn't think that would happen. They were fourth place in the fucking They were in the they were in a playoff picture above 500. Yeah, but
0: before the beginning of the season, I think it goes back to last year with how they finished the year. The bubble kind of helped them not delay not delay a firing, but the bubble showed that they were still a decent team on paper. So I think coming into this year they had a shorter leash and they had a hot start, but I, I the, that fall off is so big that especially in a season like this. That it,
1: it, I have money on Montreal to win the cup. So
0: okay, <laughs> no, but to me, I think that Bergevin has done really good moves over the summer. He made a really solid roster, and he did a lot of things like bringing, I think
1: his team, like on paper, got a lot better. Yeah, like off season,
0: bringing in Galchenyuk and then realizing he's not going to fit and get rid of him. Bringing in Domi, realizing he's not going to fit and get rid of him. These guys that he's bringing in and out, like I think he's doing well at understanding if they're going to fit in with the culture and the team, and and deciding whether or not they want to stay as opposed to like a situation in i don't want to say vancouver but i'm going to with jake for right like you're hanging on to a guy like this and it's been five four five years i don't know how long it's been and the guy's still not producing to a level that you want him to well seven years has been seven years well anyways you've been hanging on to a guy for this long and he's not living up to the expectation that you want well, then get into a team that has lower expectations or something like that, right? So I think he did a really good job. Bergevin did a really good job on that team, bringing in guys like Romanoff too. And I think the Petrie deal was him, too. The Petrie deal.
1: I believe it was.
0: Yeah, and that guy's been there for nine years. And I think he that he's really... backup. Yeah.
1: Like, he also just recently signed Gallagher before the season started. Like, he's, he's done some good stuff. And yeah, I
0: like, Gallag- Gallagher was rumored to to test free agency. And then he signed again with Montreal. So yeah, it was like
1: two days of rumors. Like, Oh, maybe he'll come to Vancouver. And then he signed a five year, six year extension after that. And two days later.
0: Yeah. So he's but doing I, good things out there.
1: I all, but like I said, I don't, it was a big surprise for me to see Julian fired mid season, given the fact they're in a the playoffs above 500. I get that you had lost three or four or five games in a row. Like shit happens though. But you yeah. still to a picture you're above 500 it's not like your team's failed completely; you just had a rough patch for a week.
0: Hold on, one sec. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, we're good. Um, all right, no, that's all I got for hockey, boys. That's, that's all, all got you for got hockey. for hockey. That's all I have for a uh, collective talk about hockey, but I do what have specifics.
1: What about the good old Jeff Ward firing in Calgary?
0: Oh now yeah, that-, that was recent.
1: That was yesterday, I believe. Yeah, yeah. The replacement. Do you see
0: the replacement? Daryl Sutter. D Slater? Um, Mr. Mean Mug himself. Second, stand I don't know. Calgary coach. Uh, yeah, a good coach. I I don't know. Calgary's, in my opinion, Calgary's built to win. So if they're not yeah. gonna win, yeah, I that's my opinion. So if they're not winning now, um, then you got to make a change. And the first thing you're gonna do is a coach. Not really get it.
1: this one is less surprising to me throughout yeah. the playoffs the low 500 yeah and it was a new coach it just wasn't working
0: i just also think that people shouldn't really necessarily hit the panic button in terms of the season of hockey because no training camp 56 game season whatever it is mm-hmm. it like you can't really assume that everybody's going to play to their expectation unless they're that elite level of team like People people are losing their mind in Vancouver right now about the Canucks. I'm like, well, take it with a grain of salt because you you change the roster drastically. You don't have a training camp. You clearly have cap issues. This is just not the year for a team that's on the verge of moving up a level of play to make that jump. It's just not possible in this in the in the in the environment that we're in right now. Sure, that's an excuse, I guess, but at the same time, like, it's you can't ignore that.
1: Like, this season is, like, you also, You need to be a good team. But, obviously, consistency is a big thing in the season. Because it's so short. Like, if you can get on a consistent run where you're winning two or three games every time, you're no problem. But when you fucking win three or four in a row and then lose seven or eight like the Canucks. Yeah. And, you, like, you just can't build any momentum and get it. Especially with we're playing the same six teams through the 56-game season. You can't gain any ground when you lose two against them, win one. Like, you're not yeah. moving up the I think the,
0: the mental warfare of playing the same team so consistently or so repetitively is is, is 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 quite hard on a team, especially if you've been losing to them already. So, um, on the bright side, and I think this is a good moment, we can transition to Tony's Tendies.
1: Oh, uh, I was just quickly. Yeah, on the- okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. If you go back quickly to the Calgary firing, this is Tree Living's, I believe, fifth coach in seven years as GM.
0: Wow, I did not know that.
1: So this is probably his last shot.
0: Yeah, and but I can think- you blame him though? I mean, look at the roster that he's built.
1: He's, but the, you, well, you could compare it to Jim Bannon's in in a way because he signed the fucking stupid contract with James Neal and then traded it for Milan Lutic.
0: you Okay. Argue what you want about Lucic. I think he deserves a spot on a contending team. I'm not saying that, but not at six million dollars. Nope, nope, not at all. But I'd rather have Lucic at six million than fucking Louis Eriksson. Tell
1: you <laughs> that much. Only if he plays with Vertanen.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, cool. I gotta Just burn. Like, it's like Bruin.
1: Like that would be a great mentor for Vertanen, playing kind with of.
0: Me. If you want him to be like that, why wouldn't you? That's true. Just but, don't
1: pay him $6 million. Yeah. <laughs> pay him two and a half.
0: That's ideal. That would be ideal. now. Okay. I'm um, not a GM. Yeah, exactly. We know that. <laughs> All right. Should we move on here, fellas?
1: Yeah. You yeah. want to go, go to your little segment of uh, Tony's Yeah. To yeah, Tony's Tony Sand- Tendies.
0: Here we go. Uh, episode 19 Tony. of Tony's Uh We're going to go right into it, boys. I got to give a quick shout out to uh, my boy, Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, no stats for him. I'm not going to put any stats up because everybody knows how well he's playing. But hey, this guy got kicked around in Pittsburgh, got, got sent over to the expansion team, went to the Stanley Cup final. Now they're a contending team every year. And then they get Leonard into the system. And then there's rumors that they're going to get rid of him, this and that. Leonard's a starter. Leonard goes down. My boy, Marc-Andre Fleury, the flower, is standing on his head, playing outstanding hockey. I know their team is good. But man, this guy's still playing out of his mind. So I just want to shout out The Flower because I'm a big fan.
1: I concur on that one. What do you mean? Fucking, he's played great for them. Oh,
0: okay. I, I concur? Is that Does that mean I disagree? No, well, it, it means, means I agree. Okay. <laughs> Holy fuck. Tony, figure it out. Uh, next on Tony's Tendies, number two. All right. Okay. Can we talk about this for a sec? I'm going to have – this is an open discussion. I want to talk about the fucking Michigan, whatever this stupid move is where guys are picking it up behind the net and carrying it like a fucking lacrosse player and sticking it into the top corner just below the high-sticking infraction level, okay? Now, I understand, according to the rules of hockey, this is a legal move, okay? There's no rules against carrying the puck, and the puck is still below this, the the crossbar, so it's not high-sticking. But I, I think that it could get carried away, but we'll see. Time will tell, okay? I also think it is a great... Um, exhibit of skill, and not everyone can do it, but it seems like everybody's fucking doing it these days, because you got, you got guys like Hoglander trying it, you had uh, Sidney Crosby trying it on his backhand, what?
1: Hoglander got me so excited when he almost fucking oh man,
0: it. that was hilarious, um, but what I wanted to talk about was everyone was everyone was so horny for Trevor Zegras in Anaheim, in his Ooh, first game, fuck that try, guy, Trying trying to trying to do the Michigan for his first goal of the of his career. Let me tell you something. Not only did you not score, but you got fucking robbed by my boy Ville Husso. And I'm probably saying that wrong. But guys, if you're a fan of goaltending, go check out the clip of Trevor Zegres trying to score this goal. Because what this kid did, and it's funny to me because goaltending does not have a, a, a specific way to stop this move because it's not something that's common. But what this kid did, so Zegers tried to do it on, on Huso's backhand. Or, sorry, on Huso's blocker hand. Okay? So Huso kind of had the idea by his shoulder check that this was going to happen. He knew goalies in the NHL know now this this, this can happen. So he got to kind of look that it's going to happen. He's looking over his left shoulder. At this time, Zegers is crossing over to his right shoulder to his blocker side. So what he does is he drops his stick immediately, takes his blocker hand, throws it into the top corner of the net, while he's blocking the lower part of the net to stop that stupid Michigan from going into the net, and I got to give my, I got to tip my cap to that guy because that was unreal. So if no, you're a fan of hockey and a fan of goaltending, I would suggest no, you I, take a I, look I did, at
1: that. Uh, what Huso, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. So I picked him up off my hockey books. I needed a fucking a goalie to get three starts in my uh, week. Yeah. So I mean the W.
0: Um, this is kind of related to Huso. In uh, my third and final call-out for this week, uh, segment of Tony's Tendies. Okay. Everybody calm down a little bit. We're going to Jordan, Jordan Binnington. Okay. Now, you want to you wanna talk about losing your marbles a little bit? Is that what you guys want to talk about? Because it happened with Jordan Binnington.
1: That's what I want to talk about.
0: So what happened was this kid, not his knight, just not his knight. And uh, Binnington is known to be a bit of a hothead sometimes, a little sassy, a little arrogant. He lets in, I don't know how many goals.
1: He got pulled. Oh, I know what you're talking about now.
0: Yeah, he he gets yanked. He gets yanked. So he gets yanked from the the far side of the ice. So what I mean by that is it's the second period, so the goalie switch nets. And now he has to skate by the Anaheim bench. Oh, no, sorry, the San Jose bench to get to his bench because he got pulled.
1: Is it also not one of those arenas that you have to, the backup has to sit off the rink?
0: Yeah, the backup – I don't think the backup sits on the bench. He, so he clearly – he has to go across the ice. Anyways, on his way off the ice, somebody on San Jose must have chirped him, which happens when you get pulled. If you get pulled, you just you just skate to the bench, dude. You just get off the ice. Your night's done. Don't start any shit. Don't, definitely out. don't take a penalty. Just get off the ice. So he's skating past the San Jose bench. Someone says something. He turns around or whacks somebody right in the head with his, with his glove hand. Then he starts skating. Blocky, you, you gets suspended. Sorry?
1: Glove hand safe. Blocky, you, you gets
0: suspended. Yeah. And that leads into my next point. Then he starts skating off the ice again. He sees Eric Carlson, who's probably the sweetest guy in the NHL. Doesn't harm a fly. You mean the Swedish? <laughs> oh, yeah. He fake blocker punches him in the face. Gives him the fake out. Eric Carlson flinches all the way down to fucking China, went through the ice. Then he skates off. He goes to Dubnik. Dubnik comes out and challenges him, and he slashes Dubnik's stick down. He gives him a shot in the head, and then he skates off the ice. Hey, listen, listen, <laughs> Jordan. Hey, listen, buddy. I get it, man. I've been there, okay? I haven't played in the show. I haven't played that level of hockey you have, but I, I've been there. Let me tell you something, man. You can't do that. You, you just You just can't do that. You, you you didn't play well. You just get off the ice, bro. Okay? All right. I know you have a Stanley Cup, but you know, still you can't do that, all right?
1: So I see run. what I'm saying, but yeah. I kinda like it.
0: Hey, I know it shows some fire, but that's not the guy on your team that you want doing that. But well,
1: that's maybe him showing his guys.
0: I, I don't care. I don't care. As a goaltender, composure is the best way for your team to know that you are dialed in.
1: And you could argue that if you want, but that's I'm not just argue that. I'm just I like like to see it. It makes it interesting for the next game against them. Like it just it kinda, does.
0: It does. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but composure is my is. It's not confidence because you could see a goalie who's like, yeah, I got this. Blah blah blah. He's he's blowing shit out of his ass because he gets lit up. Composure and the ability to stay dialed in is the biggest measure to me that will show your team you're prepared to play game in and out. Right. And and when you do something like that, to me, it seems like you just don't have it. So not very appropriate, Jordan. Don't do it again. Or I'm coming for you.
1: Or actually fight Dubnik and then we're okay.
0: Yeah, but if you get pulled. Actually, yeah, you could fight him because what do you got to lose? If You're you get, getting pulled
1: anyways. Even if you fight as a goalie, you don't get kicked out. Someone has to serve you five minutes. So, like, who the fuck cares? That's true. But, like, I, I would love to see a Dubnik versus Jordan Bennington fight. That would be a good one. I think Bender's fought before in the but AHL. Like, but I'm pretty sure he's not that big. Like, he's pretty, like, skinny.
0: Yeah, he's scrawny, yeah. but no, really was, matter. like...
1: I think Dubnik's like,
0: 6'5". Dubnyk's big. Yeah, he's a big boy.
1: Like, he yeah. looked big on the ice when I saw that clip.
0: Yeah. Okay. And that's all I have for this week's segment of Tony's oh, Tendies.
1: Okay. I just wanted to quickly mention and talk about the Maple Leafs. Okay. This, I had a note down before the Canucks beat them. But they beat... What was it Edmonton three times yeah. in a row two shutouts and McDavid had no points
0: yeah I saw that that Impressive. was a bit crazy that was That's, a bit crazy
1: to they, be able to shut down that, Toronto's good but and, also, dry
0: settle, and Dry and there's two games where Dreisaitl didn't have a point either you
1: got a point in the third one I think though right yeah the first two I think were shutouts and then the third one, I think
0: so play. I think so yeah
1: but the fact that they were able to like pretty much shut their top two of the top like you said last time two of the top five players in the NHL yeah shut them out Almost through three games.
0: Yeah. Pretty and impressive. Three wins. They're the real deal right now. The real deal, James Neal.
1: But he's on the Oilers, so.
0: Yeah. All right, boys. Mitchell, you're looking awful quiet over there, buddy. I got to get oh, you involved here somehow.
2: Geez. I
0: mean. You okay, oh, Okay. Wait. Wait, wait. Before we do that, Scotty has one more point here. Actually, Scotty, okay. while you do that, I'm going to make
1: myself a drink, so I'll be right back. Oh, I thought you would have good input on this, but that's okay. Well, okay, no, I'll stay. I'll stay. I'll stay. Well, the first one. Okay, first one. Brent Seabrook announcing his retirement. Oh, yeah, big, huge, huge. Because yeah, of hip surgery and all that. Yeah. So, congrats on a great career to that guy. I actually met Brent Seabrook once. Very nice guy. I met his t- teammate. No, I don't know. I met somebody from somewhere.
0: But. Okay, cool. Thanks for sharing. Good, good to know. <laughs> I could see, as soon as you said that, I could see in your face that you were fucking stupid. There. I was
1: going to say I met his teammate, but it wasn't his teammate because he played for Chicago his whole career. Oh, so my God. I was like, nah, peace. Um, this next guy I did meet. But this is sad news. Walter Gretzky passing away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I had met
1: him back in the Pacific Titans days, Tony. What's that? Back in the Pacific Titans day? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. At one of the tournaments. I can't remember which tournament it was, at, but he was there. I got I have my Titans jersey signed by him. So that was kind of sad news to the to the great one's dad.
0: Yeah. That the yeah, I mean, it's kind of a hockey icon. As one of the hockey dads out there, but
1: all the articles we refer to him as like, a, like the ultimate hockey dad, and all yeah, that. yeah. Gretzky always like,
0: Sorry, I just got an email,
1: yeah,
0: or, uh, a notification from the clinic I work at that I can get the vaccine
1: oh. like ASAP. Get it, yeah, should I do it? Yeah, I know two people that
0: are anti vaxxer. No, I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> Dude, if you can get it get it
2: yeah get your life a little bit back to normal right
1: well yeah plus, I, I mean if everyone's gonna get too. it
0: can you bring everyone's friend? gonna get it can you bring a friend
2: <laughs> yeah do you can you bring a plus
0: one yeah, yeah. sorry I'm, I'm consumed by that right now um <laughs> okay anyways yeah what were we talking
1: about just Walter Gretzky passing away. Yeah, 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 definitely a, a
0: loss to the hockey community. Yeah, um, but uh, definitely left his mark on the game.
1: Oh, oh, fuck. look at the sun! Look at his sons, the top two scoring brothers combined. <laughs> NHL yes, they are. <laughs> I don't know the points, but I believe the younger, the other brother, only had about four. I think it was. Two, I didn't two even know little, that. I think not know we had a brother. Yeah,
2: I think you're, you're about right.
1: Something, there was something stupid. Like, yeah. Gretz got, Wayne Gretzky got so many, so many points that his brother had to get like four and they're the highest combined brothers. Um, that, okay. Yeah. Can, you were going to pass it to Mitch on shit. I'm done with hockey.
2: I just had one little fancy hockey note. Uh, just oh. a little shout out to myself. I got my first win. So my record is one, five and oh, let's go. Yeah, There we go. boys! There you go. <laughs> Suit to be one six and zero because I'm losing pretty badly this week. Not a boy, Mitch. <laughs> Love to see it. Who'd you beat? But I got you a beat. win. <laughs> Who did I beat? Uh, I beat Ashton. Oh,
1: I was really I'm, hoping to I'm, say. The I'm gonna. Team. I'm
2: gonna make a drink. I'll be right back.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping you're gonna say the manager list team because you know we got <laughs> ten teams but nine players.
2: I haven't had a chance to play the manager list team yet, so uh, hopefully that's another win for me. But Although,
1: uh, we'll say his team has probably worked out. Although he's at the bottom, right? He's tied with you or something.
2: He's tied with me. He's he's the same record, 1-5-0, so it's a like, little I was,
1: embarrassing. I was kind of making fun of that managerless team, but then Evander Kane decided to play this year, and that, that pick worked out fairly well because he's done. He's had a good season. You with know, him, with you, him and McDavid, fuck, he's got to be decent.
2: It, it didn't draft very well. I mean, it just picked the best player oh, for the, the position it needed work. to fill. And it was based on projected ranks, so like it wasn't even necessarily the best pick every round. But like,
1: personally, myself, I was avoiding Evander King because there was news. Oh, of me him, too. News of him potentially, well, the whole bankruptcy thing. Yeah. Him potentially sitting out the season. I was like, well, I'm not gonna fucking waste a pick on him.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
1: But it turned out he's played and he's he's put up decent points, so I was like, I just wish I picked him now.
2: I did try to make a trade with the managerless team, and then uh, I uh, did some Googling. Yeah, the managerless team will not trade with you. So.
1: I think you told me about this, right? You were yes,
2: this? I, I believe we did talk about this.
1: Yeah, no. That'd be dope if you could, though. It'd be like, force trades on?
2: You know, as long as it you sent, although you could probably game that system, too, by sending it you know, players that are equal-ish back. in terms of rank. but
1: No one's going to do that.
2: But, yeah, you, you actually can't. Someone someone can pick up that team, and then they can trade. But uh, without a manager, you can't trade. Yeah.
1: yeah. That, that is true. Yeah. Uh, are we going to uh, Mitchell's Mountainous Adventures? Oh, well, ladies and Mitchell's gentlemen. Adventures, Mitchell's Mountainous Misadventures? Is that what it is? Mitchell's Mountainous Misadventures. Well, there's
2: not a ton to talk about anymore. I mean, we're getting into uh, spring conditions, which means it gets warm during the day. You know, the snowpack softens up, gets a little wet.
1: I hear, I hear then, golf.
2: Yeah, you're you're not wrong here. You hear golf. <laughs> um, but it's it's generally pretty shitty because at night it freezes again. So now everything's just a sheet of ice. And I go after work. I go in the evenings. So typically I'm skiing on ice. But you know what? It was a decent season overall, so I uh, can't complain too much. It's just kind of getting towards the end of it.
1: Every season comes to an
2: end. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I could toss a couple more skiing terms at you, Tony, if you wanted to. Uh, Are we doing another week of this? Let's do it, man. I've only got a couple left because I didn't really come up with any more. But let's let's go through. The All race. right, set, fire them up! Fire them up! Wait, wait, wait!
1: wait right. Tony, you need to come up with some hockey terms.
2: Oh, yeah, and then. Chuck them at me. See what, okay. what happens here.
1: We'll, <laughs> okay. we'll try and get that for next week.
2: Yeah, next awesome. week we'll get that ready for you. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Tony, Bring what's your bluebird? Bird. What's a bluebird
1: blue day? Blue bir- what? blue blue day. day? A
2: blue bird
0: what? A blue bluebird day. A bluebird day. Yeah. that? Blue sky. Blue sky. Um, it's uh it's clear skies, uh, mm-hmm. but fresh powder on the mountain, and you get a glimpse of various oh, flight flying yeah. animals.
2: I mean you did have it and then you just added a bunch of extra to it. It's basically just a clear day with no clouds, you know, bright, sunny. That's I love it I love is.
0: how I love how people on the slopes they make names for shit that already has names.
2: Now what a beautiful there, day.
0: Oh, it's a bluebird day out there. There like, is
2: such it? a thing as a bluebird powder day, and that yep. means you got fresh snow the night before. Okay. And now it's clear and sunny. But
0: <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I had a little too much.
2: Yeah, you you kind of went to the next level. I mean, okay, that's yeah, like yeah. the ultimate ski day too. Too eager, Tony. Um, Tony, what's a snow skirt? A snow skirt.
1: Oh, All yeah. right. I've worn one of those before.
2: So have I. <laughs> oh, so it's something you wear.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, this is my initial thought. You're you're going down the hill. Uh, you take a tumble. You stand up. Your your snow pants are covered in snow to the point that it looks like you're wearing a skirt. Snow skirt.
1: Yeah
2: no so it's part of a ski jacket um basically it's this little elastic piece with you know fabric connecting it and then it usually snaps together velcros together lower than the jacket hangs so kind of the top part of your legs yeah and it's tight around them and that's so if you do fall it prevents some snow from getting up in your in your jacket and that depending on how badly you fall okay so i was pretty much right yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's just you know the exact opposite okay all right <laughs> okay. i got two more for you um what's chatter
1: uh chatter a mobile com- phone company chatter when you're on your skis
0: and uh you're carving through the snow your skis hit each other ever so slightly creating a little uh chatter sound that's what chatter is
2: i mean you're kind of on the right track it's when your skis or boards start vibrating like under your feet. It's usually caused by either going too fast or if it's a nice icy day. Sometimes it doesn't. Okay. All right. Okay. So I'm getting close here, boys. I'm getting close here.
1: You're getting better.
2: but I'm also- And the last one, Tony, what is bombing? Bombing.
1: Full speed. Fuck it. Send it.
2: Bombing is when you have the
0: utmost confidence of your abilities to hit the slopes yeah, you you shit the bed and you tumble
2: the whole time and you just you just leave your team behind the entire time and you just sock out there bombing. Yeah, no Scotty had that one. It's basically when you just go as fast as you can, like straight line it, don't don't carve, just just go as fast as you have. You're ruining can. this experience for
1: me. I don't like <laughs> shit either. I just took a guess.
2: That's all the ones I had. I didn't really come up with any more. Those were just kind of the leftovers from last week, so
1: well, I had fun. Oh, yeah. So don't worry. I was trying to think of a hockey term to give them right now, but I I can't.
2: Okay. Uh, I look, look forward to it next week.
1: I'll put that in my notes to talk to you.
2: All right, boys. So,
0: so we can, we're chugging along here. I mean, chugging?
1: Yeah. Chug, chug, chug.
0: So I wanted to talk about a recent thing, <laughs> uh, a recent ad- adventure of the cancel culture cr- crew that's out there. Oh, boy. Dr. Seuss has been canceled, guys. No, he
1: hasn't. Have you seen the sales?
0: Dr. Seuss <laughs> has been accused of being racist, um, which kind of was. I mean, if you I was, at-
2: I was just going to say, did you actually, like—
0: Yeah, I know, like—
2: it, the, headlines, yeah. the headlines definitely blew it out of proportion. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, Dr. Seuss canceled, but, I mean, it was six books, and— yeah. The reasoning is pretty fair. I mean, if you read those lines, they're, they're pretty racist. <laughs> yeah, they are.
1: I'm going to say I heard about this, didn't read it, so I don't know the actual, like... I mean, I, I I don't... I'm not opposed
0: to them not having it being publicly available anymore. But the fact that people are, like, kind of, like, deeming him overall as racist, like, that's a different era of time. That's all. Like, I was just going to say. It's almost 100 I mean, years ago, like, that he was even, born. He was born in 1904.
2: even if it was racist if it you got to look at the times right yeah like i don't know i feel to see it in its context
0: yeah you can't you exactly you can't judge it as harshly as if it came out today exactly it It came out in a different time where that kind of stuff it might have ruffled some feathers but for the most part it was pretty commonplace
2: i mean i I can understand you don't want children to read that kind of stuff now exactly yeah it's not an acceptable attitude but, yeah, you don't want that yeah. to
1: get their head yeah. mentally.
2: I I have no problem with it being taken away for that purpose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But to deem him as a whole, like yo, if someone takes away the Grinch from me, I'm 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 gonna lose my shit. Yo,
2: if someone cancels Green Eggs and Ham, like that's it for me, bro. Yeah, like I'm I'm gonna hit somebody as <laughs> exactly. hard as I can.
1: I'm feeling you. <laughs> that's all I gotta say about that. Is the Grinch is the Grinch racist?
2: I don't think so. That I was all. But he's so, Doctor
1: Seuss. He's a monster, so I don't think <laughs> it can be racist.
2: His heart sure. did grow three sizes yeah, that day, though.
1: I mean, you could can cancel hockey with some of the racism that goes on in the NHL, but we haven't. Yeah.
0: All right, boys. Anything else that we got for this week? Ah. Uh, oh, Scotty. Literally. We're going golfing tomorrow, buddy. Oh, we are. Yes. Uh, so, former guest of last week's podcast, Jimmy, myself, Scotty T, and my cousin Kevin, we're all hitting uh, Burnaby Mountain Golf uh, Course. I don't know how to end that. I don't know what it's actually <laughs> called. I think it's called uh, um, Golf Course. Never, never been there before. Never been there before. Is it? Is it? At, I'm assuming it's on the mountain. I'm assuming it's in Burnaby.
2: Let's be That's honest. A- probably a pretty good assumption
0: yeah uh mitchell who who you if you're a betting man who you got your who who do you got your
2: money on for for that foursome oh shit
1: okay, first of all before you answers how like level wise your cousin because i haven't played with him
2: i was gonna say um, he, if kevin's my,
0: on okay no the, the, kevin don't count kevin because kevin's like he can be an 80s
2: golfer
1: so can I. I, told you I, was I was gonna, gonna, I was gonna
2: say if Kevin's on, my money is 100 on Kevin. Yeah, but no between between me, Scott, and Jimmy.
1: That's Jimmy's what fair. Last time I golfed with your other cousin, you're like, oh yeah, he shoots 80. He shot like worse than you and me. When you
2: oh jump. yeah, I know he, he was terrible that you day. You know what? You know what? This is actually a pretty tough call because yeah. uh, I feel like I you would two say, are pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy, I, I haven't. Okay, I haven't golfed since I hurt myself. He has so. his moments. Jimmy has his yeah.
0: moments, but I was he's. gonna he can't he can't find the consistency mm-hmm.
2: in his game. That's the thing, right? Okay, that's uh, after, what I was gonna say. Water,
1: your golden eagle.
2: Now that being said, I haven't golfed since August when I hurt myself, right? Same. And then Okay. <laughs> but then You golf uh, last week with your mom and your mother-in-law.
1: It's, your mother-in-law, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not, a, it's not official yet, okay? But um... Road.
2: You know when Jimmy can like hit it, he can fucking crank that thing, right? Like crank that, Soldier Boy. Whistler Golf Course last Ooh. summer. Tony, your group was was ahead of us, and yeah. then uh, we we're basically getting a beer at the little shack on was it the ninth hole or whatever, whatever. And you guys are going, and we decided, oh, it's about time to tee up. You're you're quite a ways down the fairway. Like we shouldn't have hit anyone, especially us. Like how good we I'm are.
1: Hole six at Poppy. That's Jimmy's prime.
2: That's probably what I'm going after. Like the same same idea here. Where he drove Jimmy. the green.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy,
2: Jimmy, exactly. Jimmy's drives it. Fucking clears you guys, and you're probably oh over 200 yards away. Like you're halfway down the fairway. We should wait. Had... You're telling. Okay, no, never, never mind. I heard that wrong. I heard that wrong. We should have had no business coming close to you guys, and Jimmy like went over your heads. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy can bomb it, man. He can. Um, the body gets problem, that good hit. <laughs> yeah. The problem is when he gets, if he gets that, that's the problem. Um, yeah. But that's all part of it. I mean, you got to get more consistent. Yeah. Like, okay. He's got so power, but the consistency. We got, we got,
1: I'm I'm taking myself.
2: So
0: Scotty, Kevin, Kevin can golf in the 80s, the high 80s. Um, and should you you year, told you. You and I are about the same, and then Jimmy's probably a little bit worse than us.
1: Uh, we're low 90s.
0: Yeah. What should we do teams for tomorrow? Oh, you, me, Jimmy, and your cousin. We could do that, but then we would need a handicap because him being an '80s golfer would put a big deficit between me and you.
1: I'm sure I can go to my parents and find a handicap sticker.
0: <laughs> okay, <Jesus Christ. laughs> this is what I know Scott's been drinking because he makes the stupidest fucking jokes every chance he gets.
1: But they're great. <laughs> it's just off the top of my head, okay? Uh, I, well, what do you think? Okay, if we don't do the handicap thing, what are you thinking? Me and jimmy like because you and me like can be too su- like within it, a couple it supers. won't work unless we give
0: some uh, one team a handicap it won't work i don't know i mean
2: if kevin's on he's good yeah right? you were there that day at guilford right mitchell yeah yeah okay and but i also played with him at eagle quest and he was not on that day <laughs> that no that was my cousin chris oh shit okay yeah, yeah, I'm no, those are different a guys totally
1: different yeah, that person. You played with that northview
0: no, you played, You played. okay, so Northview was Chris,
2: yeah, Eagle yeah. Quest was Chris, and Guilford was Kevin. Then it was Northview, was he on it? Okay, Chris is pretty good then, except he was not at Eagle Quest.
1: No, he was no. shit at, he was shit at Northview. I beat him at Eagle Quest, you I beat were, him. You were
0: short at Northview, you lost like 18 balls. I beat him at Northview and Eagle Quest. That was the round that, at Northview, that was the round, I shot under 100. What's up, yeah, bro? Yeah, you
1: shot 99, I was 101 or something. Yeah, shut up, bro, I still under 100. I shot 94 at Belmont, though.
0: That's not bad. That's a good score because that
1: that course is good.
0: That course Mm -hmm. is good.
1: And if I didn't triple bogey the 18th, it would have been like 91 or something.
0: Yeah. Well, geez, that's a jump from your usual usual scores, too. Okay, so I think
2: we'll figure it out. I'll text Kevin tonight. You know Um, what, boys? Yeah? I got to say, if you guys are a team, OTP all the way. Oh, Oh, yeah, 100%, bro. 100%, (laughs) 100%, bro.
1: (laughs) Right, what, are yeah. we, what are we putting on it cuz I'll drink with you whatever it is What do you mean what like, like if we lose yeah. if we win we'll we'll shotgun a six pack each if we lose we shotgun a 12 pack each Wait, Whoa, whoa, whoa. Harden? Harden?
0: <laughs> Excuse me <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ have another shot you fucking hooligan I just, like, want, a, do it I just want a you,
1: reason boy. to drink
0: Okay Scotty Scotty are we teaming up tomorrow? Is that what you're saying?
1: I'm down. We'll figure, we, okay, let's figure out a, the, a, a fair handicap.
0: Okay, I'll text Kevin. I'll figure this out. But let me put it this way. You and I have both played the, the beautiful game of hockey, okay? Mm. Which means that we can both get into people's heads and under people's skin.
1: Oh, I, dude, I can get – okay, I can get under your skin real easy. Yeah, but you she, know that – At golf.
0: yeah. So the mm-hmm. thing about Jimmy is if if we get under Jimmy's skin, he's going to not have fun, and it's going to ruin the day. Yes. <laughs> so we true. don't want that.
1: He only and, has one putter left. He can't throw another one. <laughs> <laughs> and and Kevin is
0: like – he used to be a really good cricket player. He's very, very competitive. Very competitive.
1: I'm down for competitive. That makes me play better. Like Kevin's the kind of guy who will
0: cough in your backswing to make you fucking miss if he's down I'm by a stroke.
1: I'm like tiger tomorrow. I don't give a shit.
0: Okay, so we'll figure this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a little plan. And you know what? On the OTP Instagram tomorrow, we're gonna we're gonna give you some updates after a few holes. Should we go and let live? You guys know.
1: Yeah, we we might have to
0: go live. We might have oh, to go you live.
1: You should. You definitely should. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll make sure we tell Mitch ahead of time when we're gonna go live because he can join in live.
2: I would like exactly. to. And
1: then exactly. I can record while Tony take a shot and he can record while I'll take a shot. There you go. Are we drinking tomorrow on the course. I am Okay. All right. You're driving?
0: I have to drive, so I can't drink a lot, but.
1: You want to ride? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do. Okay. Yeah. Because I have to come that way anyway. Okay. Well. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Um, I'll text you with timing in the morning. Oh, okay. Wait
0: Sounds text good, you. man. I feel like we have to be teammates then, if that's the case. <laughs> All right. We're yeah. starting the day off with such high energy. Yo, we're going to go early. We're going to get a little practice in. We're going to get a little practice in.
1: I don't know what practice is. So, don't worry just you can watch me you can watch me <laughs> it. okay i'm not saying i'm great at golf but we're we end up playing for this does it piss you off that i don't go to the driving range and we still no okay no. i'm just curious because i put no extra work into my dude
0: driving. i go to the driving range and i i shoot worse at the driving range than i do on the course so if i I, to, you know, I don't cool. know what i'm doing first of all so i can't get <laughs> mad at people when i don't even know what i'm doing why do you get mad at me when I talk when you're on the T-Box? Because you talk while I'm sweet. Like, dude, I just...
2: And see, just like doing that, it again. Scotty's gotten in your head.
1: Again, <laughs> dude, see this guy every time, man. All right, boys. i got a team tomorrow, so I can't.
2: All right, I'm done here. I'm fucking... I'm checked <laughs> I here. do have one story here. Oh, oh yes. Send it. Okay, so, like, I was at the grocery store last weekend. Yeah. The local grocery store. And Is I had, like, no one belt? or two things. So I'm like, let's go to the self-checkout because it's, like, 12 items or less or 10 items or less, whatever it is. So they have six self-checkout stations, but two of them are closed to keep, like, social distancing. So I'm in line. And you know how, like, it'll have a green light if it's open, yellow light if it's in use, or a flashing red light if something's wrong and they need, like, an employee to come fix the fuck up? I mean, fix traffic, so yes. So I'm standing there in line. All four of these people... Have the fucking flashing red light. Like, how hard (laughs) is it to check out your own goddamn grocery? (laughs) Like, are you kidding me, (laughs) bro? Self checkouts give me a fucking
0: migraine sometimes, dude. I had a self checkout story today. I had a self checkout story today too. I was at, uh, again, a local grocery store, and there was three self checkouts available for use. Yeah, (laughs) and they're all side by side. So the middle one was the only one available. So I waited because there was two people at one and one at the other. But then the woman told me, she's like, you can use the middle one. I was like, OK, there's people here. And she's like, it's fine. I'm like, all right, because they have the shields in the way. Anyways, yep. I approached the fucking middle self-checkout lane or self-checkout um, kiosk thing. And the woman in the first self-checkout just stands right in front of where I need to go. After the woman out loud said to, for me to go there and she did not move. And I said, excuse yeah. me.
1: Does your grocery store not have the horns on the carts? <laughs> yeah,
0: <right>? But dude, <laughs> no, she them, she though. didn't move. She didn't move. I can't like, I do. I said, "Excuse me." She still didn't move. So I'm just standing there, waiting for her to fucking move. And then she finally moved. And I looked at the woman who works there, and I looked at the kiosk, and I looked back at her, and we both just laughed. Just <laughs> like, what
1: the fuck am I supposed
0: to do? I, like, you can't like, you can't touch people nowadays. You can't. Well, you can't really touch people in public anyway. You know, you get it. You get it. Yeah.
2: Picking up what okay. you're laying down.
1: <laughs> Since we're on the fucking self-checkout thing, I went to fucking Costco. Last oh, week. yeah,
0: here we go. Three for
1: three. <laughs> Mine's much better than your guys'. I'm okay. Waiting. I don't, like, self-checkout, I'm like, nah, I'd rather... They I'd have say, yeah.
0: self-checkout at Costco?
1: I ra- yeah. i rather... What? <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> super lazy. Like, I'm like, I'll just wait in line. These guys can fucking do my shit for me. Yeah. No, That's I get it. You pay. That's why you pay the That's price you pay at the, the grocery store. paid for, yep. <laughs> But then we get up, we're getting like, we waited for like probably like seven, eight minutes in the line. And, you know, Costco can be, can be busy. And then we get up closer. Like, we're just about to get like pushed to like, oh, go to this line. Yeah. And like, oh, you paying cash or debit? You can go self-checkout. All right, all right. But their self-checkout was just fucking, they had a worker there doing it for you anyway. I was like, all right, peace, cool. Like 37 seconds in and out. No line. Yeah. Like So you're so self checking so saying- a worker.
0: So you're saying self checkout was is the way to go at Costco right now?
1: Yeah, right now with COVID, like yeah, they had a person to every kiosk just nice. to do it for you. you no nice. self checkout.
2: Apparently that's what's needed because when four people can't figure out you scanning it, you it <laughs> in your <cod> bag. <laughs> All right, fellas, I'm yeah.
0: gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go practice my putting for tomorrow because we're gonna rip it up. We're gonna you're rip it up. Cod. buddy. I got my fucking putting my putting mat right here. You do two putts, go play cod. No, nah, dude, you do see this is what I do. I do three putts.
1: You do three putts, three cod rounds, three three putts, three cod yeah,
0: rounds. Exa- no, yeah, exactly. You got it. You got it. I can't yeah. play cod unless I hit three putts in a row. That's my punishment and reward.
2: It's that work life balance, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah, you get it. You get it. It's it's tough to be this this elite. You gotta you gotta make sacrifices. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Is Spotify. that a
1: wrap? Spotify? Oh shit! Oh, yes. I'm not Spotify. saying it this
0: week. One of you two say it this week.
1: Ah, oh.
2: Mitch, you didn't say much this week. All right, I mean, I had a grocery store story, but you know. You know um. It. Yeah, boys, uh, listeners, you gotta check out our OTP playlist. I mean, it's got a bit of a mix of everything. I mean, just some feel good music. It's it's our favorites. It's O.T.P. on Spotify. Um, search it. You'll love it. We love it. So yeah, just yeah, give it we go. do. It's uh, honestly my favorite playlist I got going.
1: Oh, yeah?
2: Oh, yeah. So that's all I got this week.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, It was a good episode, boys. Proud of us. Not too bad.
1: Shorter one, but we'll we'll go with it.
0: Yeah. All right, fellas. Until next time.
1: Yeah, until next week. Cheers.
0: Cheers, Cheers, fellas. Episode 19, Marcus Naslin. We'll see you next time. Peace.